You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Listen, because we have a relationship with God through Jesus, and God's our Father. We really do have a Heavenly Father, and that's our home where He lives. He's going to come one day, and He's going to do away with this present world and make a new world. And this is what we're going to experience, eternal pleasures forever and ever and ever and ever. As you follow Christ, you'll often feel like you're missing out on the things of this world. You'll see friends enjoying the spoils of selfish living, and you may be tempted to covet their lifestyle or possessions. But as Pastor Danny encourages us in today's message, don't lose heart. This life is hard, but it will all be worth it. The eternal rewards that you have to look forward to transcend any temporary pleasure or joy that you can find even in the best experiences this world has to offer. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 1 John chapter 2 with today's edition of The Living Word. The challenge with the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and, and the pride of this life and the glories of this life. Here's the challenge. Daniel Henderson, uh, Reg, you remember Daniel? Daniel said something. He's been here to preach a couple, few times. And uh, he said something that's like a nugget that I can't forget now. And I'm glad I can't forget it. And I don't know if he got it from somebody else. It doesn't matter. But he said, the great challenge of the Christian life, it is, it, it is so daily. It is so daily. That is the challenge. We have to be vigilant every day. I I wish God would give us a day off from temptation. Don't you? I mean, give me a day off. But there is no day off. That's called heaven. There's no day off. Be vigilant every day. I started thinking about this, and I typed in some people from the Bible, and, and I thought about the situation they were in when they fell to the pull of this world. You think about our great grandparents, Adam and Eve. Think about it. When they gave in to the tempter, to the devil, they were in paradise. They're in paradise. What a place to fall. You already got everything. You're in paradise. Nadab and Abihu, what position they had as sons of the great high priest Aaron, and yet they fell. Joshua in Jericho, when he saw uh, the, the money and the, the beautiful robe from Babylonia, and he coveted them, and he lusted with his eyes, and he took them. But think about it. A whole generation of Israelites had been longing to be where he is. Where is he? He's in the promised land. He's in the promised land. And in the promised land, he falls. Samson, you talk about a man empowered by the Spirit of God. You talk about a man empowered by God, and yet he fell in every area, failed in every area. Lust of his eyes, a woman, a romantic relationship outside of the will of God. On one occasion going down uh, to date her, he slays a lion by the power of God. Sometime later, the lion's carcass is there, and some bees and some honey had been formed in the lion's carcass. And he reaches out, and he takes some of the honey. And it was forbidden for him. That's the lust of his flesh. He gave in to. And there at his bachelor party, he tells the riddle, makes a bet with those guys, thinking, you know, he's going to win. Well, he's just full of pride, full of glorying in, hey, I'll win this bet. Now, let me tell you, when he fell, when he hit the wall, 
after those failures repeatedly for years and never got right, when he hit the wall, he hit it hard. King David, here's the record. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. But think about the stage in his life. Think about the time in his life. He's an aged saint. He's a gray-haired saint. And a string of blessings and victories for years and years and years. And one day, one day he lets his guard down. And boy, did that sin lead to awful things in his life. Uzziah, 2 Chronicles 26, you read about King Uzziah. And it says when he was younger, Zechariah would teach him the word of God. And then you keep reading, it says after he became successful, God blessed him. Sometimes one of the greatest challenges is when you're blessed. It says after he was successful, pride became his downfall. Gehazi was servant to one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament, Elisha. Peter. It's interesting when Peter uh, got off and got his mind on the things of this world. Uh, and it's, it's shocking. It was not long after the revelation came from heaven in regard to who Christ was. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And it was not long after that, Jesus telling his disciples he's going to the cross and Peter takes him aside to correct him. And what does Jesus say to Peter? Get behind me, Satan. You don't have in mind the things of God but the things of man. It was worldly thinking. But it was after tremendous revelation. Ananias and Sapphira, we mentioned them last week, they fell as members of one of the greatest churches in all of church history, the church in Jerusalem, the early church. One of the saddest verses, all the Bible, saddest verses in all the Bible is this one to me. Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Two other scriptures mentioned Demas. He was a fellow minister with the likes of the Apostle Paul. With the Apostle Paul, one of the greatest apostles ever. You know what it doesn't tell us? It doesn't tell us what caused him to fall. What was it? It doesn't tell us if it was the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, or a combination of all three. And whenever God doesn't tell us, you can speculate. Because listen, it was one sin that fell under one of those categories because every sin falls under one of those categories. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, of the pride of life. Was it a relationship out of the will of God? Could have been. Was it a job offer that he just couldn't refuse? Was it an offer to play with ZZ Top? That was my goal in life for years. I wanted to be a rock star. Too late now. What was it? Don't know what it was. But it was something in the world. Something in the world. Because he loved this world. How am I going to win the daily battle? Well, let me say it again. Never forget it's a daily battle. Great challenge of the Christian life. It is so daily. I wish we had a day off from temptation. It's called heaven. It's coming, but not yet. You're going to have to have the word of God. Every time Jesus was tempted, he responded with the word of God. Ephesians 6 says, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's not the long Roman sword there. It's the Greek word for the shorter sword that's used for hand-to-hand combat. Take the sword of the spirit. And through the word, it helps me keep a heavenly mindset. A lot of verses there. Romans 8, 5 uh, mentions that you can set your mind. You can set your mind. Uh, Philippians 4, 8, Paul talked about all these godly characteristics. He said, think about these things. Uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, he says, I say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their God is their stomach, satisfying the fleshly appetites. Their destiny is destruction. Their mind is on earthly things. That's the problem. Colossians 3, what a great, great scripture. I'm going to take the time and read that. 
Colossians 3 verse 1, since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you'll also appear with him in glory. Some probably already know, need to hear it again. You've got to develop, and you've got to maintain self-control. Paul talks in 1 Corinthians 9 about uh, athletes and others who are going to strict training to win a prize. They're competing for the prize. But he says it's a prize that won't last. He says, no, I'm striving for a prize that will last forever. So I beat my body. I make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself would not become a castaway. And last but not least, let me read it again. The world and its desires pass away. But the man who does the will of God lives forever. You know, when Satan offered Jesus the kingdoms of this world, I mean, what if, what if he said that to you or to me? Hey, I'll give you the kingdoms of this world. Every, anything in this world you want, you know, you got it. Here's what Jesus said. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? You buying into something that's not going to last. Listen, buy into something, spiritually speaking, that's going to last forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. ZZ Top, you think they've been around forever. Yeah, they've been around a long time, but listen, they're, they're old. And the glory and the fame and whatever else goes with it, not going to last. And don't forget this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if, you're, if you're my age now, you, you got this one. You're thinking about it because James says, what is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. I mean, every year goes faster. It just goes faster. I can't believe. I can't believe how fast it goes. Like they told me when my kids were younger, you know, you know, grow up so fast. And I, was, I disagreed with that. I was wrong. I was wrong. You blink. And all of a sudden, you're, where did you come from? I, just, I was just changing your diaper. I love ending it this way. Come on, say this one with me. Everybody say it and think about it. You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. There's what we got to look forward to. And there's the motivation. Listen, because we have a relationship with God through Jesus, and God's our Father. We really do have a Heavenly Father, and that's our home where He lives. He's going to come one day, and He's going to do away with this present world and make a new world. And this is what we're going to experience eternal pleasures forever and ever and ever and ever. One lesson the book of 1 John teaches is that the journey of faith isn't meant to plateau. In fact, your relationship with Jesus is supposed to grow deeper and deeper, even to your final breath here on earth. Each new day offers you the opportunity to learn something new about your Savior and fall more in love with Him. Today, we'd like to encourage you to take some time to sit down with Jesus and your Bible and ask Him to open your eyes to something that you've never noticed before. Jesus loves to teach and shower His grace on you as you spend time with Him. 
We're so glad that you took some time today to learn from the Living Word with us. If you want to hear this teaching again, visit our website, ccfstpete.church. Just click on Sermons. You'll be directed to our YouTube page, and we'd love for you to subscribe. When you do, you'll be notified by email every time we post a new message. If you have any questions for us about what you heard today, or if you'd like us to pray for you, please email us. Our address is info at ccfstpete.church. Again, that's info at ccfstpete.church. We count it as a privilege to lift our valued listeners up to the Lord in prayer. That's all we have time for today in our study of 1 John. Join Pastor Danny next time to continue digging deeper into Scripture right here on The Living Word.